Welcome to the Gigless Podcast Season 2, a podcast showcasing the works and talents of those who lost their gigs due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast will feature a range of creatives from the Tri-State area who are young visionaries and who contribute to their craft despite the recent events that have happened. Join us today as our host, Remy Leibovic, speaks with Jerry at the Beach. Founded in 2018 in Southampton, New Jersey, the duo of Josh Russell and Ethan Flynn create music with topics such as depression, youth-driven frustration, and nostalgia. Their latest release, Jaegerbomb, will be released on January 5th and will be on all major streaming platforms. You can learn more about their projects and future events in the show notes of this episode. Enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Giggles Podcast. My name is Remy Lubick, your host, and today I have our guests, Ethan and Josh, from the band Jerry at the Beach. Hi. How's it going? How are you? Thanks for having us. Doing great. So, you know, all that talking about Philly earlier. Mm-hmm. So tell us where you're, tell our listeners where you guys are from. We're from the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. Southern New Jersey. We're in the middle of the woods. And uh, yeah, we just like to drink and hang out. And make fires. Yeah, in the woods. I love fire. good fire. Fire looks cool. I love a good pit. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a good pit. I need a good pit. Well, I have a good pit. I have a, actually, I actually have a pit out by the lake. And it's like nice, but it's very cold. But um, so speaking about pits and fires, have you guys done any outdoor gigs lately? Because of all of the closures and stuff. We did did one at a campground over the summer. And that was. It was crazy. There's there's this cover band. I want to I want to shout out real quick. My boys formerly known as the artist formerly known as stem live they're a cover band that <laughs> they play at this uh this place called waiting pines in chatsworth new jersey um that me and all my friends always go see them every year every summer and they've since rebranded as ear candy and we played a set in the middle of one of their sets in the middle <laughs> like like no, they we didn't played, open for them we played in the middle of their they set. played wagon wheel put some sugar on me the hits they played uh, tnt by acdc and, and then, then we, we came played, on we played two songs really drunk and like it and was really really rocked the house and everybody loved it and <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad at least everybody loved it that was our there best was time. a collaboration between bands it was mm-hmm. really great They're you gotta all, give it up to the old old the old heads they're yeah. all in their 40s it was really fun. 40s ain't that old. You know, I mean, well, 40s and 50s. Like they're 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 like older guys. Like they they were really like taking us under their wing when they did that. Which we were their cool. sons. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah, it was you great. Um, we played at the Grape Room in Maniunk mm-hmm. a few times, which was great. Um, That's and then a nice place. we also played at uh, the Flying W, which is like a local airport. <laughs> we played it like at this airport, and you just hear like planes. Like yeah, they had, like vintage planes going off behind you. It's crazy. Well, that's great to know that you guys like, you know, have been putting yourselves out there and getting those gigs. Did you guys like just show up or did you guys like call in advance? Like, how did that work? Kind of a mix. Like mm-hmm. we've done a couple of open mics, but we've also done some like planned gigs, you know, where you contact the venue and stuff. Just whatever we can get really within reason, you know, in these times. 
Absolutely. And that's great because a lot of the people that we've had on for season two, they haven't necessarily had any gigs outside of like online gigs where they're playing on Zoom or they're playing on Twitch or like there's mm-hmm. some kind of uh, digital platform being used. So that's really good to hear that you guys, you know, are doing like in-person socially distant gigs. We've tried to lean more into doing like if we're going to do a gig, if we can get it now, it's like better to do in person than over Zoom, you know, we feel like. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice having a crowd to respond to. Yeah. And if it's outside, like, exactly. you know, as long as we're following the regulations. The guidelines, yeah. yeah, I saw another, um, I saw this graphic today on LinkedIn, and it was just like, oh, God, not another webinar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but that's great that you guys are able to, you know, still uphold yourselves in a digital space and that you guys were able to actually book these gigs because from what I'm hearing a lot is that like all the shows that are outside have been like booked already. But you guys are again in South Jersey, which is I haven't spoken to anybody about like specific music gigs in South Jersey yet. So Yeah, we've we've been lucky. I mean, right now we've been focusing on like the release of like our studio album. So we haven't been doing as many shows as much as just trying to promote on social media right now. Exactly. But um, over the summer, we we did a bunch, like more than most people were lucky enough to have, which is, which was great. Um, but uh, yeah, like we've just been trying to promote our album Jagerbomb right now. What inspired that? Such a unique name, Jagerbomb. Jaeger's delicious. Jaeger is God's drink, and Jaeger bomb makes you feel like you're on Coke. <laughs> it's so it's awesome. It's so. Oh good. my God. And the album, the album feels, feels like, like a Jaeger bomb. Yeah. It's short, quick. Well, I just want to say this: this photography is so good. Thank you. It. You know what, guys? Everybody, you know, everybody has this idea of what a college backyard show is. They have this fantasy that it is clean and organized and Uh, that it is consistent. Whoever put that fairy tale out there has clearly never been to it. This, you drinking, so listeners, um, Josh is on the page that, on their page, Jerry at the Beach on Instagram, they have all these different photos of like this backyard kind of aspect. And one of them is Josh drinking water from a water hose because at real backyard shows, we don't trust you enough to go in the house. Yeah, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not, not allowed, allowed. drink from the hose. No. And you better pray it's not well water. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is well water. Yeah, down here, it's well water. Full of sulfur. <laughs> so you're waking up sick. Ethan's yeah. water smells like eggs. It's, it's bad. It's oh. really good. His whole house's water smells like eggs. It's oh, then you guys need to get your sulfur checked. Yeah, I'm on septic too. No. Septic. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm on septic too. And I pretty, I think that I'm with the amount of multivitamins that I take daily, plus the septic tank water, I think I'm pretty set for my immune system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's the best defense against COVID. Right. And people, people have been sharing all these backyard memes and it's like, if you've been to a, a to a basement show, don't worry about the vaccine mm-hmm. <laughs> and all this other stuff. But, you know, um, let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about COVID. So when COVID-19, when you guys were in quarantine, 
how did you as a band like how did you guys practice or communicate so we uh we ended up saying let's just stay in my attic and record the rest of Jaegerbomb we had done like 90 percent, really yeah like we just did the drums at school and we were like well we need vocals and guitar and all this other stuff so we we ended up just being like stay I had Ethan stay at my house and and we got everything done during like the first three months like just in this one space Mm -hmm. and then uh eventually things started to die down a little bit you know like uh later once the what is it the the curve went curve down, went down a bit, like yeah. a little bit um we started to just like work and and work on other stuff and i mixed um Jaegerbomb, but yeah like that first period was just us recording up in here no absolutely um because i know that a lot of bands have faced uh troubles and difficulties so I'm happy that you guys were able to like you know it's just you two so you able you were able to quarantine together and put this um together and for our audience what school did you guys go to William William Patterson Patterson. okay and yeah no definitely a great music program there we've had a couple of guests from there Mm -hmm. and you know one of the things that is always like a show of resilience is when everybody kind of got shut down and kicked out from wherever they were. Um, They were able to still work on their stuff or try in some way or another to create something. Right. I mean, we honestly have gotten like COVID has been uh, like a huge hit to plenty of things, but it also like afforded so much time to we've written so much, we've recorded so much, you know, cause we can just like, you're just in the house for like months. Yeah, we, I mean? we have three albums recorded. <laughs> yeah, written oh, and recorded. Nice. One, the Jagerbomb's done, which will be out soon. We have another Jagerbomb. one, we have another one called Vincent Town that we're mixing right now. And then the third one's called Death of a Man. And that one's like what we're recording right now. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, like, I mean, it, the COVID was horrible, but also, uh, it gave a lot of time for retrospection and just being like, or introspection and being like, uh, we need to work on our craft and get it all done so that when things are over or if things loosen up, we have enough material to to release and, and, and show everybody. No, absolutely. And what has been some of your inspirations in this time of great pause? Uh, Guided by voices. Guided by like, yeah, guided by voices, (laughs) Oasis. So bands. What? Would bands you... or are you actually guided by voices that you hear in your head? <laughs> Both. The, the band kind of, well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> that is really bad. Um, the, no, there's a band. Do you know the Guided by Voices? No, but I'll look into them. They're, they're awesome. They're, band. they're great. Robert Pollard. He's awesome. God. He's our dad. Yeah. Robert Pollard's our dad. Yeah, we have, we're brothers. Biological dad. Mm-hmm. Um, He's, a, he's from Ohio, but he acts like he's British. It's, it's, awesome. it's the funniest fucking thing. He always has a point in his hand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like Oakley Doakley? No, like he thinks that he's like from London when he He sings, sings with a British accent because he only listens to the Beatles. It's the funniest thing in the whole world. And he's amazing. He's, and he's one of the like best songwriters ever. ever. Um, yeah, Oasis is amazing. Their songs are so fucking good. Uh, the Beatles are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vampire Weekend's great. <laughs> 
stripes. White, white stripes are incredible. Elliot Smith. Yeah, just a lot of those people. We have to put together a gigless playlist. I know I probably said that in one of the earlier seasons episodes, but I really want to put together like a playlist of not only local music, but what people listen to. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a, uh, is it up yet? The- it's on there, but I, uh, it probably won't be on like up until, until the album. The album comes out. Yeah. So we're going to have a playlist of just songs that we like. Um, if people want to hear it. That like inspired your bum. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's great. I think that that's awesome. Thanks. Because we'll cool. be able to see from your perspective. And so, like, I guess one of the the questions is about, like, the upcoming year and what your plans are for it as a band. So we're going to put out Jaegerbomb. Uh, we're going to have people listen to it and just see, you know, I, I really think that people will like it I think the music's great and then um put out the other album and then promote that a lot and then probably just drive across America and just play at bars until we die <laughs> yeah and then release the, uh, the next album yeah and then record the next one after that yeah and then record an album of drinking songs yeah we're gonna have an album Irish folk tunes yeah an Irish <gasps> album. I love Irish folk tunes. I know that's like a nerdy moment, but like no, it fucking rocks, right? Dude, I I have seen Floggy Molly like four times at this. Oh point. hell yeah! Yeah. You like the Pogues? Huh? You like the Pogues? I've heard of the Pogues. Haven't listened to them. I'm so sorry, like- but I went to Ireland. Cool. What did you say? She went to Ireland. Oh hell yeah! I I want to go to Ireland so bad. It's the it mother. Was, it was such. That was like a great trip i 10 out of 10 recommend everybody and anybody just to take a trip like across ireland like really go to all the cities and regions Mm because it's just so different yeah like each one is just completely different yeah that's my number one destination you know yeah no so um so you're inspired by those things and you're inspired by are you irish or are you is your family from ireland or irish nice nice i again flogging molly was a great like my dad and i would go together that was actually one of my gifts for like my birthday yeah for my birthday i bought my dad a flogging molly ticket so he would come with me to a flogging molly show that's cool Dude, it was it was freaking great, and we saw them down at Asbury. Oh hell yeah! Right, and let's talk about let's talk about Asbury, and let's talk about the venues. Have so you know it as you said earlier, COVID has ruined a bunch of opportunities for a lot of different people. Has it ruined your um? Like, has it ruined any local venues down by you? Or are there places that you used to frequent that are now closed because of that? Uh, I mean, not really. Uh, South Jersey doesn't have a whole lot no. of venues. I wish it had more. Philly has a lot, but I mean, we weren't really that inserted into the Philly scene until like this summer. And we got to play at the Grape Room, which was cool. Like, I mean, there really weren't any venues that turned us down other than just, uh, we had a show set up at debonair in north jersey and that got closed down because 
that was part of like the hot like the epicenter yeah t-neck was like fuck <laughs> yeah like that oh was, yeah like, they were the first town to be like we're done we're yeah, closing yeah. everything now we cut everything yeah but, so, uh, yeah south jersey like when we do a gig it's in philly or north jersey right. like south jersey unless we like got into the shore like there's not really that much just like i wish there were more. besides waiting pines campground yeah you know right is that something that you'd like for people that are listening because i know that we have a bunch of south jersey listeners is there is that something that you're willing to collaborate with people on like making like portable venues and spaces yeah absolutely i mean if people want to play let's play let's do it let's rock out mm-hmm. if you can find a place to to set up some amps and a microphone let's play you know yeah definitely i think that especially i've been seeing like a lot at least the use of parks for playing yeah. and like very open spaces yeah i mean there's plenty of open space to play here oh yeah i can just That's i can attest that. to that <laughs> but um you know have you guys like developed a routine for your days or have you guys gotten like had to shift to day jobs for the time being yeah i, I work for a uh, audiobook editing company right now and uh i just work during the day and um i have a couple like clients for mixing and stuff like mixing and editing music um but we always make time like mm-hmm. at night every night to just work on stuff <clears throat> i just do power washing during the day and then basically every other all my the rest of my free time is just working on our stuff yeah you know well, that's the story for, for many musicians and many creative people is that like, that's, that's the, that's why we're reporting on this is because the gig economy, like before, you know, Lyft or Uber or these other big like giants kind of took the idea. Um, a gig is like, you know, a short time work or performance done mostly like in artistic settings or in performance or music settings you know yeah yeah and again like it's sad because a lot of people like some guests on the show we had some guests that like had about um five gigs constantly to sustain themselves like teaching music or editing or doing things on the side but they but those five different things sustained their overall income and they just got taken out within the span of like basically that weekend back in March. Which mm-hmm. fucking sucks. And then you have to just scramble to find like, all right, what the fuck am I going to do? Everybody running to the unemployment website and the, the difficulties and stuff with that. Absolutely. And but that just goes to show like the resilience of artists in New Jersey and in the tri-state area, how like you guys hold up in the attic and you made three albums, like, it's been 10 months. Excellent job. Thanks, thanks. And, uh, you know, I've been, I see that sometimes that uh, in popular media or in, like, pop culture magazines and stuff, they're like, oh, my God, so-and-so is releasing two albums within six months. Wow. And then, meanwhile, some of the artists that, like, I have spoken to, some of the musicians I've spoken to, and, like, they're like, yeah, no, like we've been, we've been really, we have like five albums ready to go. There's we just have, been so much time. We have EPs. Yeah. We have everything's all set up. 
We've got yeah, some music no. videos coming out. Yeah, that's what we're working on right now. Ethan. Oh, so let's talk about that. We, How's uh, that being filmed? One of them. So for Jaegerbomb um, coming out very soon. Um, uh, we're just doing two. We're doing three music videos. One of them is already filmed and edited, and that was just on cell phone. And it's just like it's really weird. it's really bizarre. It's me in like a deer mask, and Josh is in like a, a raccoon hat. I'm like huffing gasoline at one point. I eat like dirty like fish. It's crazy. It's kind of gross, but yeah. awesome. And then another one, we're filming it on a camcorder tomorrow. Or, tomorrow, uh, uh, Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday. When it, when it snows. Uh, when it snows, and that'll be fun, and we'll edit that, and they'll just come out when you know yeah a little bit after the album a little bit after the album right so one of the things that i like i've noticed is that people are using more outdoor like again everything is going back to nature like people are hiking people are trying to get out of these condensed spaces and are you guys going to use your environment of the pine barrens to um to really like translate like your songs or oh yeah absolutely Hell yeah. We film everything in the woods, basically. Yep. Nice. Because you can yeah. walk outside and it's like, oh, this looks cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's definitely it, to be inspired by the landscape around you and then to like actually implement that landscape into your projects is like something that I'm really into. Like I'm really into incorporating nature and local spaces. It's fun as hell. And it's work. cheap and easy. And just use wherever you grew up or where you're from. Exactly. It's, it's right around you. you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely, um, one of, I was working on a project with somebody, one of the ones that was due today, and uh, I said that it's really important to know, like, where you're from, where your family's from, and just to basically get the foundation to know where you're going, essentially. Right. And that's great that you guys carry good old South Jersey into that. <laughs> always, always. Well, it will never leave us. Yeah. South Jersey, and then Ireland, <laughs> yeah. and England yeah that's like oh that's great (laughs) (laughs) that that listen like it is you know just from someone that has been to south jersey and lived in south jersey for like semesters at a time um uh you know a kid drinking from a hose in the back of a backyard in the pine barrens does not shock me (laughs) especially when you're driving from like let's say you're trying to go is it route 74 like Uh, one of the routes that goes through the pine barrens that you can get to the term yes Mm -hmm. route 70s i got some interesting stories about route 70 that is a very huh it's like right outside my house route 70 but like deep deep route 70 but like when you lose signal roofs route 70 and oh, you're just yeah. like yeah. <laughs> i never have signal when i'm at his house mm-hmm. are like just complete you know so i can't wait to listen to what your album sounds like with that in my mind thanks yeah it sounds like losing signal at <laughs> three in the morning and you're driving down route 70 and you're on ketamine and you're on fucking drugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean up here you guys you guys said that you guys went to um you guys said that you went to William Patterson, which yeah. again, we are on topic because we're talking about, you know, incorporating local environments into your work. Did yeah. you guys ever incorporate like, you know, anything like, cause we're talking about roads. Did you guys ever go to Clinton road? 
Is that the haunted one? I feel like yes. I've, yeah, I've heard of that. That's in the Weird NJ book. Yeah. Where it's the girl in the prom dress. Or one of them, right? Yeah. Like one of them weird things. Yeah. I've I've heard of it. I don't remember driving down it. I mean Route 70 is haunted, apparently. Like a bunch of other Oh, it definitely is. Spooky. I mean, anywhere in the pine lands is fucking haunted. haunted. I mean, if you walk there at night, it's the most terrifying experience of your it's life. It's terrifying. Especially I've, if it's cold. I've tried to find the the <laughs> portal to another dimension in Ong's hat. Ong's hat. That shit's haunted. Yeah. There is a portal. I feel like wherever, you know, like I don't know. I was I so the reason why I brought up Clinton Road and we're talking about Route 70 is that like and that the fact that you guys want to hit the road and tour and everything is like these local, like again, like these local creepy spaces. You have so much to just like expand yourselves on here. Yeah. It's really fun just checking that shit out, just driving around at night. Yeah, the Pine Barrens is know? bigger than Rhode Island. Yeah, it's fucking it's huge. huge. Like there's there's so many cool things. Mm-hmm. There's like no, a bunch absolutely. of jacks like in the middle of the woods. Yeah. You can if you're just walking through the Pine Barrens, like you can find like old structures of things from like the 1700s that are just left They're behind. Just there. It's just, Blue Lagoons too. I never went to one, but I always saw like people on Snapchat yeah. posting about Blue Lagoon Blue Lagoons. Yeah. There's one near my house, but I've never been to it. And there's a military base in the middle of it, too. There is a military base. You always yeah. hear the planes flying around. Which means there's, like, you know, weird shit going on there, too. I don't know. I'm trying to make new people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just released the defect ones <laughs> in the South Jersey. <laughs> yeah, we have pineys are just defects. Of, oh, no. <laughs> no. You guys technically are pineys. We are pineys. Absolutely, yeah. Proud, yeah. Uh, proud to claim it. There you go. So, you know, we're talking about local spaces and everything. I've probably said that like 500 times at this point, but you know, that's good because it leads me to my, one of my final questions is like, have you guys been returning to the roots of your creativity? Absolutely. I mean, that's all we've been doing. I've just been listening to the white stripes like every day, which is what Mm -hmm. I did when I was like 12, you know, I've just been listening to all of the stuff that I liked when I was 12. (laughs) I feel like that's what you like, in high school, you try to rebel. You divert from it. You, and you're like, I want to I wanna get into what everybody else is getting into right now. And then, like, literally at, like, a certain point. You hit 21 and you're, like, flip. yeah, that's where you're and, just like, no, I like the stuff and, uh, that I liked, like, a little bit ago. Sergeant Pepper is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I sang um, back in high school. I was in choir. And I remember we did, like, the whole Beatles melody. And Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was in that. What you were in choir? What what uh, vocal part? You an alto? I was soprano one. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah. I, had a, I was I had a very high voice. Like I was very like we were we were a really good choir. We were like one of the top in the state at the point. Oh, and nice. like yeah, it was just but it was funny because you were talking about Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart uh, Lonely Hearts Club Band, and I remember distinctly my piano teacher, who's ironically named Mr. Voris, like Mr. Voorhees. Oh, <laughs> yeah he was like playing and he was like and this is the part where they all did drugs and everybody's like uh. <laughs> that's cool he's like this is where they started getting into drugs kids and we're like yeah yeah oh yeah that's cool oh damn wow that's so cool <laughs> yeah because like we were learning about like the history of the beatles and like how the songs changed and why the songs changed and then yoko and 
we learned about the generations of the Beatles, and he's like, drugs are bad. I was like, I know. But the Beatles used them to good effect. Yeah, they used oh, them to the right just, 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 just a little bit, and they didn't kill themselves. Yeah, none, of, none of them killed themselves. Yes, yeah, no Beatle. Yeah. And you want to know something crazy that I've learned about the Beatles, and then we'll get back to you guys, is that like, um, when Dolly Parton was starting her career, yeah. um, the the label that she was under was trying to make her sound like the woman version of the Beatles. Like she was like, they were throwing her all musically in all these different directions. And one of those was like, you know, the more like pop rock kind of upbeat like thing. They were trying to make her, they wanted to make her into like a female Beatle essentially, but like on her own, but for country music, which was like weird. A lot of different things. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's Maybe many, just that's make a lot of shoes country songs. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's before like she got on the Porter Wagner show, and then that whole yeah. era of her life began. But you know, um, so what are some other bands that you guys are inspired by? Uh, Modest Mouse, um, Death Cab for Cutie, Death Cab for Cutie is great. Um, I like Pine Grove a lot. They're you know they're a newer band, sure. Everybody likes Pine Grove right now. Mm -hmm. I wish they would put out more stuff because now it's like I haven't heard like any new music by them, but it's great. Um, Nirvana's great. I Nirvana's Nirvana. awesome. Alex G is really good. Motorhead. Motorhead. Minor Threat. <laughs> minor, th minor Threat's Black awesome. Flag. Yeah, like hardcore punk. <clears throat> Bad Brains. Fugazi. Um, I mean, there's so many. Nicole Dollenganger. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> ACDC. Yeah, <laughs> we like, like a lot of music. The Pogues. Yeah. Bob Dylan is the greatest oh, yeah, artist of all time. Dylan. Right. No, well, again, like it just it just like, you know, shows your merit that you have all these different genres and that you like all these nice different things. And you know, as you said, like when you're younger, I feel like you try to stick yourself to one genre, but really yeah. like you're you're secretly in the corner listening to like a million others without telling I mean, anybody. I'm secret. Well, now I'm I'm like strongly just saying that Coldplay is better than Radiohead. I like Coldplay, Coldplay. is better than Radiohead. Coldplay is amazing. Like I just listen to Coldplay now, like I did when I was 11, and They're it's great. It's great. Still, it's there's better a, now. Yeah, there's a reason that people like it. It's because it's melodic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's memorable. As long as music is melodic, we don't care. So as Irishmen, do you guys like you too? <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, for sure. I fucking love you too. Bono is, is the great one of the greatest singers. One of the of greatest time. singers of all time. He's so cool. Like, I mean, he is like he is a piece of shit. He knows that he's a douchebag. Yeah. That's oh, no. kind of <laughs> he like knows like I am a douche, but like he his voice is so fucking good. It's it, like fucking it's like butter. It's, it's butter. Beautiful. It's better than butter. Well, there's a hotel that you two now owns or something. I, this the story is so messed up. So if you fact check it and it's wrong and you're like, Remy, you got some of the facts messed up. I'm so sorry. But long story short, when I was in Dublin, <laughs> the tour guide po pointed at this one hotel and um, was like this big luxury hotel back in the day and Bono walked into it and, he, yeah. and they like kicked him out because they're like, oh, you can't be in here. Like you're not of status to be in here. He's like, one day I'm going to own this place. And they like laughed him off and like kicked him out, and then now he owns it. So it's like get, Bono, get that hotel, Bono. And now it's called the Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> my friend wants to go. One of my best friends actually saw you two in Ireland. Holy, well, that's amazing experience. 
Yeah, no, definitely. But, you know, I'm glad that we're talking about all this stuff because it all goes back to like who you guys are as Jerry at the Beach. And let's, you know what? I want to talk about your name. Why, why Jerry at the Beach? So basically, uh, Ethan's uncle, his name is Jerry. And he had this ice cream stand. Like he would, like, you know, like the, it's, it's almost like in New York when it's the guy with like the hot dogs, like the, the rolly stand. Yeah. Ice cream in it. And he, uh, <clears throat> he would, he would roll it onto the beach in LBI and he would just yell, Jerry at the beach, Jerry at the beach. Mm-hmm. And he would hand little kids ice cream cones. So that's, that's where we get it from. And he died last year. Of yeah. Diabetes. yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry to hear that. Right. Yeah, he ate too much ice cream. Oh no. He was a good guy. Well, I'm glad that you guys dedicated, you know, the song and and you guys have like, you know, the beach, South Jersey, like that's still, you know, the shore. That still is like a really big correlation in my mind at least. For sure. Mhm. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, as creatives, post, especially as musicians, post quarantine, and you know, when we're recording this, it's in December. Like, we're we're not sure where we're going as a state yet. Um, what is like? How do you guys feel about what? About about like about you know where we're at right now, and you know what your plans are for twenty twenty one. I think the vaccine is going to come out and slowly over the next few months, this will be resolved. Like, I mean, I read that the the Pfizer vaccine just got approved by the FDA, mm-hmm. which is really good. And like now people who are uh, like the like med- medical workers and stuff are going to get it first. So, I mean, I have hope that it will just eventually people will take the vaccine. And if you want to not have COVID, you'll take the vaccine. And Hell yeah. You know? We'll, we'll see an end of this in 2021. I think so, too. I think. And then it's crazy because everybody's just, like, mentally ill now yeah. because COVID, right. like, isolated so many people. So many people have gone so fucking crazy. It's going to be crazy once we're all released back into society, like, wild, like, animals, you know? I told, yeah. I told my friends, I was like, because I really missed, I used to go to shows a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things that I'm like thinking about is like venues and all the people and, you know, how are they going to count people? Is it going to be 50 people max? And that includes the band, the staff Mm -hmm. and the, and the band's like crew and then the audience, like, how is that going to be measured? How are things going to slowly like reopen? That's that has been something that listeners can tell you has been have been on my mind for a while and but primarily one of the things that i want to know is like as an arts community and especially as a music community like how do you think we're going to come through like what are some interesting projects that you have seen that have like brought together community and like you know, have somewhat of an, give you somewhat of an idea what the future will be for creatives. I mean, we, we did an outdoor open mic that was like feasible, you know, like people were socially distanced and there were a lot of people there, but it was pretty spaced out because there's space down here. But I mean, I do think that 
the government needs to uh, be a little bit easier on the music community. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. More relief. I, I just saw t- uh, yesterday, like, th- there's a bunch of jazz clubs in Greenwich Village and, like, Smalls, which is, like, one of the most popular ones, like, can't do 25% capacity in the club. And, like, they can only fit, like, like only a few people in there with 25% capacity. And it's just, like, I don't really know if that's the, – the owner said, like, I don't really know how much we're contributing when we're doing, like, temp checks and everything to the problem when it's, like, you know, Trump's doing rallies with – yeah, thousands yeah, of yeah, people yeah, yeah, who yeah. aren't He's wearing masks and it's like they're allowed to do that but we can't we can't like have a show i think yeah there there are definitely problems on both sides of mm-hmm. like you know one of the things i saw was that like you know bar owners are getting like that there were certain bar owners that were they were like i'll re- i'll take the term bar back but they were club owners and they were having like secret like club parties and like the cops like busted all these clubs that like had like all these people like on top of each other. And it's like, that's a no, no, you know, like. I've seen tons of places where guidelines just weren't being followed. It's like the wild west right now, mm. you know, South Jersey, <laughs> South Jersey, like South Jersey is the wild west, but um. I definitely can relate to not wanting your places being touched by society because I live in a very like, I have like 13 state parks within where I live and I have never encountered hiking traffic in the 10 years that I've been like having residence here. And it is like, people are not prepared and it's like, it's a lot. And it's, and it's just, you know, you don't want other, and especially now, because all these people are, like, fleeing cities and trying to go into more open spaces, like, the people that were in the open spaces already are facing, like, those forms of gentrification. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want people from, from cities, from New York coming to Southampton. Yeah, fuck like, New York. <laughs> New York sucks. Yeah, yeah. I worked in New York for, like, for, like, a summer, and it was the worst experience of my life. New York's I'm so shit. sorry, what did you do? I worked at a recording studio. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> New York's not that good. I'm I'm cool with South Jersey. I like Philly, but uh, it's just so busy for no reason. It's like all of the work right now is just on everybody's computer. It's like, <laughs> like why do we have to all be packed into this one little fucking space? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. No, absolutely. Listen, I have guests that are from. New York I've had guests that are from New York City and I worked in New York City and did internships in New York City and ran around and the galleries all that stuff I have no problem with New York City the Mm -hmm. only it's just that the only thing that annoys me is when people say like Manhattan is the representative of all of New York City because that's not true because like when you go deep into Brooklyn or when you go you know into Queens even the Bronx like nothing is like what Manhattan is, where it's just like, yeah, I was missing New York City today, like a lot, because I I miss going, one of my personal favorite things to do was go to like museums, Mm -hmm. and going to museums on a snow day, like if you guys ever are in Philly, and it's a snow day, and you guys go to um, the Philadelphia Art Museum, it's awesome, 
did you got there was this one year that they actually blew up a raft and people like went down the steps oh hell yeah that's awesome yeah. that's funny. it wasn't oh, huh? said that's cool as hell yeah it wasn't done by the museum staff it was just like a bunch of people that were yeah. like yeah they did the reverse rocky <laughs> oh yeah definitely they just like sent people like down and i was like I would have loved to be part of that snowstorm. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's definitely some good hills in the in the park to catch uh, yeah, snowboarding or sledding. I know because like South Jersey's flat, so I'm just telling you guys. It's extremely flat. Yeah, there are no hills. Well, there's Apple Pie Hill. That's the one. Apple Pie Hill. That's where the uh, there's a big tower on Apple Pie Hill, and you can climb to the top and see Atlantic City from there. It's really cool. But uh, what were you saying? No, it was just you know we're we're pretty much um, almost uh, at the end of our podcast here, and you know we have about like I want to say like five minutes <laughs> remaining because you guys are just so great to talk to as guests. Everyone, every, I told Dane I was like if I didn't cap this at forty minutes, Dane would be recording like five hour shows. Like I would definitely like Joe Rogan it and just be like. Let's talk for like as much as you want for as long as you want. So nice. About everything. Look, we're gonna do the Joe Rogan thing. We gotta let me pull up this video of this monkey <laughs> doing this crazy thing. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, you gotta see this monkey, man. Dude, you gotta see Jamie, monkeys, pull up that monkey. <laughs> monkeys are literally just people, but they're not people <laughs> they yet. Got, they got hands for feet, feet for So hands. so are is like Jerry at the beach like a band, but like a duo or are they like a solo act or are they like you know just two dudes like i want to know we're the writers for it but um our friend shrey plays bass Trey and Pizano. our friend melissa plays rhythm guitar and she plays uh she does the backing vocals for us not on the next two albums but the one after that we have her singing on it too so yeah there's some other people but we write everything so yeah yeah and and we got some good good friends who take good pictures yeah tyler greengard took a lot of the pictures for our jaegerbaum album our friend tyler rocks shout out tyler Greengard. he's in birmingham alabama right now i hope he's okay i hope he's doing okay i hope he's doing okay too oh <laughs> he is he's all right he's tyler he's really i'm tyler. sorry something in the back of my head just screamed bama i've been watching bama boy i've yeah. been watching king of the hill like episodes while I've been working to give me like a sense of Robert. calm and peace and solitude. <laughs> my wife. My wife. <laughs> Kenny, uh, my, my wife. Well, dang it, boys. We're at the end of the show now. Do you guys have anything else? <laughs> to what did you say? I said, dang it, boys. We're at the end of the show now. Is there anything else I want to say? Stream Jaegerbomb on January 5th. We have another single. We have, we have a single called Mother Teresa that's going to be out on December 18th. So everybody stream that. Uh, we want to thank everybody that, I feel like this is an award show. Uh, <laughs> uh, we <laughs> want to thank all of our friends and family for uh, helping us make Jaegerbomb. And uh, we have another record coming out later in the year in, in the spring called Vincent Town. Town. Excellent, excellent. And where can our listeners find you and listen to you? Everywhere. Spotify, Everywhere. Apple Music, Amazon, uh, uh, my car, uh, my uncle's house, 
at especially a, my uncle's at house. a campground while you're on ketamine anywhere you want mm -hmm. well we don't encourage the use of illegal substances but but if just you putting want, that disclaimer like, out there oh, I'm, not <laughs> saying you should. I'm not saying you should but if you are if, if you do ketamine, you if you do ketamine, please listen to Jagerbomb because I think you might like it. You might find something in there that speaks your truth. Oh my god, you that know? brings me back to the Space Gurus episode, and we were just talking about Pink Floyd and like subtly just like oh, yeah. mentioning like Pink There's Floyd's like. <laughs> well, they yeah, they no, were. You guys should definitely listen to them. They're like a Philly-based band now. They're called. Space Gurus. I thought you meant Pink Floyd yeah. for a second. No, no, no like, the Space oh. Gurus, the band that we had on the show, was inspired by Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. is one of oh, their yeah. biggest inspirations. That sounds cool. I like Pink Floyd. Yeah. And Adina, I'll send you a bunch of Philly yeah. band. Again, we gotta make. Yeah. Dang, we gotta make this. Uh, we have to make this soundtrack soon. Well, not soundtrack, but playlist soon. But guys. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you. for having us. That was, this, this has been great. So, all right, Dan, you can take us out. Thank you for listening to the Gigless Podcast, hosted by Remy Leibovic and produced by Dan Wagner. The song used in our intro and outro is Beach Walk by Unicorn Heads. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to our social media pages on Instagram at Gigless Podcast and our website, gigglesspodcastblog.wordpress.com There you can find out more about the artist, contact the host or producer and find out more about our schedule Thank you